On episode seven of the Landing Space podcast, we're talking about losing a client and what you do when you lose a client and how you recover from that loss helps you move forward in your business and make sure that you aren't making those same mistakes later on. Welcome to the Landing Space podcast, talking all things entrepreneurship and strategies for building businesses. Here are your hosts, Mark and Justin. I'm going to be honest, completely and utterly honest. I hate losing a client. I mean, I hate it with a stinking passion. And it's happened to me a few times throughout my real estate career. I think the worst anytime that I lose a client is a listing. When I'm listing the property and I lose the client, like I can't sell the house. I mean, I feel, I just feel like crap. I mean, you put all that work in, you put all that money forth and all that sort of stuff, and then you just can't close the deal. And, you know, it might not be, it might, it could be the house, time of market. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that goes into that, but ultimately, no matter what it is, I ultimately find that's my fault. And I've had that happen a few times um, with clients, but really it's one of those things that I just, I can't stand and I hate it with a passion. Just recently, I actually lost a buyer. Now, this one's kind of outside of my control. I mean, she left because I was going on vacation and wasn't readily available yeah. when she needed me to do her thing. And I'm going to be honest. Like, again, I'm going to be honest again. My family comes first in my life, no matter what's going on. I don't give a flying crap about business when it comes to my family. If there's something that I'm doing with my family, it's a priority. Right. And I will put that above my business at the expense of my business. It might not be good philosophy because I'm going to miss out on stuff, but ultimately I can't guarantee when I'm going to be here. I mean, just this week I took a ride in an ambulance. I had a medical <laughs> yeah. situation that happened. I thought I was having a heart attack. I wasn't. It was a, my blood pressure went up. Sorry. I passed out. My, my blood pressure went up. I passed out and I couldn't like, I don't know. I couldn't regulate what was going on. And I thought that I was having a stroke. What it was is I had a, I have really bad sinuses and so they said it was a nasal congestion. It might be a tooth thing that caused me to pass out from that. And so that was the thing. But with that being said, me losing a client is nothing in comparison to me dying. Yeah. And so when I lost the client, I was upset about it. But when you put it in the grand scheme of things, you're like, okay, lose the client. It's, I had that thing and I was going on, going on vacation with my family and I didn't want to, I, I didn't want to stay here. And I had somebody that was going to cover for her, and I told her that completely. I said, hey, I've got somebody that'll do this, all that sort of stuff. She didn't feel comfortable that way, and then she decided to do it. But the way that I responded to that was key. I could have gotten pissed off and been like, we have a buyer agency agreement. You're required to use me. I'm going to sue you, all this sort of stuff. It's just bad business, honestly, to hold anybody like that in that situation that's in need of finding a house. Because, I mean, really, you're in need of it. Right. When you're renting, you got to go somewhere you're in need of it. And so my philosophy on it is to let them go graciously. You let that person leave. You tell them, hey, you know, I'm sorry it's not going to work out. Um, if for some reason, you know, you feel that you can't find anything and you want to come back, you're going to do that. And I feel that people will come back. Like, I feel that if she can't find a house that I will get her back as a client later on Yeah. because I let her go graciously. I did a really good job up until that point, And there was just that thing that happened that caused her to leave. And so, you know, it's one of those things you just you nod your head and say, go, go on your way. And I'm, I'm going to be gracious about it and ask you couple questions all that sort of stuff but yeah I, I deal with the same thing i mean i'm in i'm in healthcare so and part of my business is 
we set up services for doctor's offices to help them generate revenue for their office. And sometimes they get, you know, they get comfortable with us. Sometimes they get frustrated with us. And when I lose those clients, it's not, you know, it's, I hate it as well because it's a huge loss for us because I have to provide a lot of equipment, a lot of staffing because that's just how we provide the service. So when they cut off on us, it's a big loss for me. But like you said, I just, I just go gracefully because I take pride in my service and finding out why, you know, asking why they're leaving. Right. Sometimes they'll tell you, I'm going to go with somebody else. They're cheaper. Well, okay, that's fine. I tell them that's great. Good luck with them. I'll, you know, I'll take everything that I set up here. I'll take that with me, but I'll still be here. If you need me, if you want to come back and um, continue our contract, I don't, I never try to leave on a bad note because you know, if they have a bad experience, whoever they're going to, they're going to realize, oh, I don't know why I broke up with Mark's company because they're 10 times better. You get what you pay for. I'm going with a cheaper company, but I'm having no communication, which I've had a lot of doctors tell me that. Like, I have no communication with this company. I had better communication with my previous company. I don't know what I let, why I let you guys go. So, you know, stand by your service. And then at the same time, just be like you said, be gracious with them or uh, and just try to listen what the issue is, because this goes back to our previous episode or a couple of episodes ago, dealing with an edgy client. Subscribe or click or watch full episode. Um, but it goes back to that. So we, you know, dealing with these clients is it's crucial for our um, progress because we want we don't want to break any relationships with these clients, right? Right. And again, another episode. Uh, how, uh, how many times have you had someone come back to you? Somebody that's been like, okay, I'm done. We're moving to somebody that's cheaper. Have you ever had anybody return back to you? Uh, numerous. A number, a lot, a lot of people. Because my, my business model is basically, we, I, this is the type of service I provide, and I, I stick to it. I don't ever stray away from my business model, right? And, and if this is the service that I provide, and this is how I provide it, it's, it comes at a cost. And people will eventually realize that if they leave you and they see other competitors, they'll eventually come back to you. So, I mean, I, I just let them go gracefully and then shake hands and come back. They'll, they'll eventually call me back. And I, I do have a lot in my industry. There's a lot of competent com- competitors that I right. have to deal with. Right. I mean, you probably have more because you're, you have, yeah. You and know. I've, I've lost clients too. And when you lose them and they come back, it's a great feeling because if they're looking for something else and they return to you or you can't sell the house and then they call you back later on. It reassures that like what I did was a good job in the beginning right. and it was just not the right time. They were, you know, they might've been overpriced. A lot of times it really comes down to the pricing of the house. Right. Like, um, they want top dollar for the house and the house is not a top dollar house in the neighborhood. And that's one of those things that, you know, I've come to the point where I'm not going to really take that listing. I'm going to give you my thing. If you're not, if you're going to want to do it, you might as well go with somebody else because it's going to be difficult down the line. Um, But I will get them back later on. Usually once they go and do something with that agent and it doesn't work out. Yeah. And losing a client, you can learn from it. You can learn a lot from it. You listen to their feedback and, and basically try to, if it's something that you know that you have to improve and they're upset about it, and this is the reason why they're leaving, this is a learning learning um, situation for your company. I need to improve on this because it might not all be on pricing. It might just all be on your service, how you, what you're providing, how you're interacting with your clients, and how your team is interacting with them. A lot of clients, they need, you know, they want to come to my business because they don't know 
how to run it themselves. Right. Well, with you, they don't know how to find a house. So they need, they need us to basically guide them through it. So it kind of get, we, they need our attention. So, and sometimes learning from why they're leaving, is just a learning experience and we just got to improve on it, set up guidelines, set up protocols to how we can fix it. Yeah. That's key is asking it's, and it's, that's probably one of the more difficult questions to have when that client tells you they're going to leave and then asking them why. Right. You ask them why and you see what they say and you go back. And anytime you get negative feedback for anything is always difficult for a business owner. There's really no way around the fact that it's going to be difficult, but it's addressing it and dealing with it and fixing it is the key. Because if you don't fix it, you take the feedback and you keep on moving down the same path, you're probably going to run into the same situation. Like, you know, if you don't fix what you're doing and you keep doing the same thing over and over again, you're going to have the same problem. There's right. there's no way around it. it, it you got to fix what you're doing in order to move on and grow. And if you aren't willing to do that, then you've got yourself another problem because it's right. probably just not that thing. It's probably multiple stuff that's going to start snowballing in your business. And so, you know, tackling that problem that you've got and fixing it, addressing it. And then once you fix it, you know, really honestly, probably telling that client that you lost, that you've adjusted and changed that situation is key because you might be able to get them back at that point. If you say, hey, I, you know, I took what you told me, I wrote it down and these are the changes that I made in order to adjust to what you told me and I've been able to fix that and I've really noticed I really appreciate that feedback and probably not calling them or texting them or emailing them I would honestly say a handwritten note thank you for the feedback you gave me I really appreciate it in the future if you ever need anything I'm always here please reach out to me and I've made these changes and just writing it down on a little card and sending it off to the person can really help your business and it opens you up to getting that client back. That even that negative relationship or that negative feedback that you got might lead to business based off of you adjusting and, and changing. Right. And, and a lot of people will notice that and make that a, and be willing to work with you again or to refer somebody to you based off of that. Yeah, even if the client is it's not, it's just a problematic client for you. You still want to, I mean, it might be a blessing that they're leaving, right? Right, right. And, and you still have to treat them the same way because word of mouth is a biggest marketing and networking tool for business owners. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. So even if, even that, even if they left you and went with another client or went with another company, um, it's still going to be very detrimental that you treat them the same and just listen to their feedback and just treat them with respect, even though they're not happy with the service, because if they go out, they have, they go to networking, they go have, they have friends. And even if they have another client, they go to, or they go to another company and they're not quite happy with that company, but they still have you in the back of their mind to refer you, right? you know, to give you the business, even though it didn't work out with the two of you, then he, he might work out with somebody else that he knows. Yeah. So word of mouth is key. So always treating somebody the same, even if it's, if they're just a headache or, or they're, they're a good client, they're, we're just not meeting what their expectations are, still got to treat them the same way because word of mouth is key. They're going to tell their friends and their friends are going to tell their friends if they have whatever experience because nowadays people don't leave good reviews most of the time. No, they're, they're, no. They you got to ask for it. You got to ask yeah. for the good review. Yeah, yeah but they won't hesitate to leave a bad review and you don't want to get a bad review because bad reviews, th those are the ones that people 
won't hesitate to write and won't hesitate to read. Yeah, you always read the bad reviews first. Yeah. I mean, anytime you get a bad review, that's fine. But honestly, a bad review here and there with a bunch of good reviews yeah. is, isn't a big deal. I mean, we've talked about that before. Yeah. A negative review isn't going to kill your business. Um, it actually might make it better where it makes you more personable and it actually leads those positive reviews to understand that they were actually positive reviews and it wasn't just a bunch of your friends posting those positive reviews trying to boost your business. And always try to protect your business. If, the, if you see a bad review, always try to respond to whoever wrote the review and reassure them that you're going to try to fix it. You apologize the same way you would treat them as if they were right in front of you. Right, right. So, And making um, it easy for people to leave, I think, is key, right? So... For us, we have a contract. So if you're using us and we're going to write a list, we're going to do something and we're going to try to get you a house, there's an agreement in place that is a legally binding agreement that I can hold you 100% to, to pay me something or do something if I provided the services in that contract. But the key here is making it easy for people to leave. You never want somebody to feel like they're trapped in a situation, right? So you always we always establish that if you want to walk away from this, we are not going to hold you liable to anything, and we will let you completely out of that contract. Right. And that way, it gives people the freedom to understand that, you know, if I'm not happy, they're definitely open to having a conversation about this, and I'm able to move on. And that way, also, we don't get locked into a bad client. Because there's, there's that thing is that, yeah, they might want to leave, but we might want them to leave just as much as they want to leave. Yeah. But we don't want to let them know that. No, of course <laughs> not. But there is that, there is that situation yeah. where like, yeah, you want to leave. I want you to leave too. I've just shown you 60 houses and you've written horrible offers. that has no chance of getting any of this houses because you're lowballing them like crazy and I'm driving all over the place. Yeah. And in that situation, it's like, I don't feel that you're working for me. Well, guess what? I am. I'm showing the houses, but if you want to leave, by all means, I've got other things I can do and other clients that I can take up my time that are going to be actually more involved with this purchase. Yeah. And sometimes you actually have to take, take a look at the, the health of your company in, in my industry. When, when I set up a doctor or set up a, a client that, I set up, I provided a service for, and I give them the invoice and they don't pay the invoice. Well, technically I'm a contractor. Just like if you don't pay your light bill, your light's going to get cut off. Right, right. right. So I cut off the service by gracefully, I try to gracefully do it because I, I don't want them to be mad at me, but at the same time I need to get paid. Yeah. So I try to, Oh, that's the hardest part for me. It's trying to figure out how to do that smooth transition without having conflict and having, you know, breaking my, um, you know, tearing down the bridge that I relationship that I have with them. So that's the hardest part of my industry is trying to get collect the money for them to pay us and at the same time be kind of graceful about it, which is kind of hard because you've got to pay your employees and right. you're waiting for them to pay you. So, but. yeah, that's that's difficult. Anytime you're having to collect money or to get anybody to do it, it's yeah. always it's always difficult. It's, it's better to just automate it and put it on their card. And then you forget that it actually got ran through or that it declined yeah. or whatever. And then you got to go back and get it. But yeah. Oh, they, I've done that, too. They put a stop stop on payment on me. Yeah. I put it, if I put it on, um, uh, you know, on file. Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll put a stop payment on it. And they say, oh, I don't know what what happened. So but anyway, well, guys, that's our um, episode. Take a look at our previous episodes. Um, it'll be a link up here. We have more episodes to come. Tune in. Our our basis for our podcast. We want all entrepreneurs to to learn what you know to make to not make the same mistakes Justin and I, and I have made. So tune in to all of our episodes. If you need to get caught up, we have links 
to all our previ- previous episodes and just stay tuned and um, like and subscribe and we'll see you next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Landing Space Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel by searching Landing Space Podcast. Until next time.